Hey, this is episode two. Episode two. What's good? I'm chilling, man. Hey, man. Super duty, tough work. Indeed. Live in Charlotte, North yeah, Carolina. Yeah, man. It's fucking beautiful out here. Yes. Dumb hot. Dumb hot. I've never seen this many attractive black women in my life. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it was, real out here. And it was nice last night, too. I was Ooh, looking out there. Joints. A little b-boy thing, and they came mm. in bobbing their head. I was like, oh. Mm. At the end of the night when they was doing an electric slide, now it's just sitting there like, <laughs> swoon. <laughs> Dang. I was yeah, knocked bro. out. He had him doing an electric slide? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a little electric slide. Like, the whole room was in there doing it. All sisters. I what? was like, what? Which electric slide song did he play? I don't know. Okay. I wasn't th- listening to the music. Clearly, I was just looking at what was going on. Because growing up, I always thought that rub you the right way by johnny gill was the electric slide song can you feel <laughs> and then i realized as i got older that there is a, a actual electric slide song and i was like really yeah woogie 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 yeah yeah. Like- but yeah you can do it to anything yeah that's I know. that they old do school do it to anything, black barbecue yeah. shit yeah, you yeah, just- yeah they do it to uh freddie jackson to jam the night you ever seen him do it to really <laughs> yeah i didn't know that i guess that is a hit Man, I didn't... Uh, well, I'm sure they do it to rock tonight then. You got to yeah, do it to the whispers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> rock, rock steady. Rock steady, yeah, yeah. <laughs> steady. Man, I never knew line dancing was like that until I moved to Cincinnati. And I would go to the club and I'm like, what the hell y'all doing? They're like, we about to line dance. I'm like, yeah. we only do that to Johnny Gill probably the right yeah. way. That's some ill trivia for like race relations. <laughs> right. That black people and white people line dance. <laughs> The achy breaky hearts and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah country people looking at us like, look at these black people line dancing. We looking at them like, look at these white people line dancing. Everybody's got a variation uh, of the electric slide, yeah, though. Yeah, that's funny as hell. Very true. <laughs> oh, man. You are now listening to Super Duty Tough Work featuring Blueprint and DJ Rare Groove. Raw and uncut. Adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. Uh, yeah. what, what you got? What you got today? What, what I you? got today? Uh, Kanye West receives an honorary doctorate in uh, fine arts from the School of Art Institute in Chicago, the school which he dropped out of Word. in order to pursue his music career. And while he was giving his acceptance speech, he took time to lick shots at nike (laughs) 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 and said you know how they uh lied to him and offered him four million and unspecified percentage and you know they just didn't come through and i was like well i understand you've been you know honorary thankful and you know i would definitely say he could deserve it you know he's accomplished a lot and i think he in that sense of he is a good role model to the students of a semi diy um but then i was like why did he why he look shots at him like like, why why, why did you take that platform for a minute why you look at shots at nike on your on such a positive event right (laughs) i don't know yeah that is kind of weird i mean i'll say first of all congrats to yay of course congrats to yay because Getting honorary uh, degrees, even though they are largely symbolic, because mm-hmm. yes, he dropped out. It still matters. Yes, you know, it still matters. And this is a world of, you know, symbolism. People care about that stuff, and it just shows that his impact on the on the artistic space uh, as a hip hop guy. I think that's dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Nike thing, yeah, man. It's like, 
man, it, this is what it reminds me of, man. <laughs> I don't know if I told you this story. <laughs> All right. Okay. Back in the day when, uh, uh, like maybe 98, 99, you know, my, my sister had passed. And I remember my guy, Dewan, my best friend from high school, he was like, yo, man, I'm getting married. I want you to be in my wedding. Mm-hmm. You know, I need you to get married for this tux. And I was right. like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I need to, I need to get out the house. I need to, you know. And so I go to this wedding and, you know, it was maybe six months, eight months, a year after. And I remember we was riding to the limo and everywhere. If it was hot, it was, oh, man, it's too hot. Yeah, it was yeah. cold. Oh, man, it's too cold. We had chicken. Oh, man, I want a beef. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, everywhere we went, I was complaining like a little bitch. Mm-hmm. But, and I didn't even notice it. And I thought that, and I, and I appreciate him as a man because he didn't say shit. Right. He knew that I was dealing with some shit right. and I was in pain. But I always regretted doing that on that forum. Right. And and that's my man to this day. And I love him even more for not taking me to task for that. But I always feel a certain kind of way when I see people use a forum that's for something positive mm-hmm. and use it to get their agenda off. Right. You know, because it can make you look so petty. Right. And when it's all said and done, you feel so salty. Right. You know, there's Kanye, if he got a problem with Nike, I mean, I'd love to see what's so different between, you know, Nike and um, Adidas. Ooh. I mean, let's let's be honest. I mean, he doesn't own any either of the companies. Am I right? Correct. You know, it's like, hey, man, I got... I got fired from Burger King. Now I work at McDonald's. <laughs> Fuck right. Burger King. Right. <laughs> what's the difference? Yeah. yeah. What's the difference, my dude? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you might be making a little more at McDonald's. Right. But you're still an employee. Yeah. You don't own a franchise. Just a pawn. Yeah. You're just a pawn in the game. I mean, that's the, the, the part about it that no one's discussing. You know, I had a theory about Kanye. And, you know, I think we may have talked about it before about how. Kanye is so busy pushing this I'm the DIY guy Mm -hmm. I'm the artist's artist Mm -hmm. of hip hop that he really doesn't own anything (laughs) right how can you be DIY when you don't DIY anything (laughs) somebody explain this to me am I tripping right no you're not like I, I, I get that he's like anti-establishment i think maybe people are confusing being anti-establishment with diy right and kanye he can be anti-establishment in his art Mm -hmm. but the essence of being anti-establishment means that you exist outside of it and when you look at what kanye is doing there are not many instances in which he exists outside of the industries that he participates in he is not an economy unto himself. He basically is an employee. Right. He wants to put out shoes. He doesn't think, wow, at some point there was never a shoe called Adidas. Right. And someone said, hmm, three stripes. This would look fucking cool. Right. I'm going to put three stripes on the shoe. I'm going to call it Adidas and I'm going to sell them. Next thing you know, poof, Adidas. Maybe it took a generation, two generations but Adidas became Adidas. At some point, there was never a goddamn swoosh on a fucking shoe. Right. And someone said, hey, man, I'm going to put this fucking squirrely swoosh shit on a shoe. And someone said, that's ugly as hell. Yeah. And the next thing you know, 
you know, a generation two later, you got the swoosh. Kanye, on the other hand, Mr. Anti-establishment. Right. Mr. The shoe industry won't accept me. Mm-hmm. Where's his fucking symbol? Where's his right. fucking shoe that is actually anti-establishment? This is what I don't get about the Kanye West of the world. It seems to me like it's easy to talk about being anti-establishment, but it's very difficult for them to actually move in a way that actually does that. I agree. And that brings me back thinking about the interview he had with Charlemagne and with Sway. And when they both asked that simple question and they weren't. How, Sway? How? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers, Sway. Yeah. And it was just like he was dropping a lot of knowledge. But at the same time, that one general question was just aggravating him. And you could see it within that interview. Yeah. And in a related article, which is funny, I was going to get to next, but it correlates is that Pharrell and him have increased Adidas sales by 29%. Right. And these two brothers got money out the Yahoo. Yep. And they could band together and create whatever Star Trek, whatever little squiggly symbol that they want. They should just their shoe and they ain't got to break bread with nobody but themselves and their employees. It's true. It's true. I heard somebody describe it as the, uh, the, what do they call it? The, the entertainment industrial complex. Wow. You know, let me, I'm swishing that around. Yeah. Let that, let that bounce around in your mind. Industrial complex. Wow. But think about it in terms of, yeah. you know, we got all the, we got the military <laughs> industrial complex. Yeah. You know, the uh, prison industrial complex. Mm-hmm. And, and this is just saying that, there are parallels in how how it is used as almost like a tool of you know colonialism imperialism mm-hmm. and, and and domination of groups of people and keeping certain people in power and i think some of those things do stay in play in the music industry mm. you know there's a line on uh on a uh, black intellectual where i say the money move around, but the wealth never changes hands. Right. And this is what you see play out every day in the entertainment industry. Everyone thinks that the Dr. Dre's and the Pharrell's and the Kanye's and, the, you know, the Justin Timberlake's run the industry. But really, they don't. You know, right. they're rich. Yeah. And that money is moving around because they're out there shaking and moving and starting these little tiny ventures and, mm-hmm. and, and uh, partnering up with these bigger entities. But they don't own any of the wealth in the music industry. Right. Nor will they if they keep doing what they're doing. Do you think they're scared? Of course. Okay. Of course. I mean, but it's not scared like I'm scared of failing. I think that there are cultural issues that any African-American in the music industry is up against that are bigger than the music industry in general. It's about entrepreneurship as well, mm-hmm. right? If you There's been studies that came out recently that said that... um Black people have lower rates. There was a study done uh, on entrepreneurialism across all ethnicities. Black people came in dismally last, like not even slightly close. We are so much less likely to start businesses. We are risk adverse. Now, there are a lot of theories as to why that is. Is it because I mean, obviously, we don't deal with generational wealth due to Mm. our history in this country. You know, we but at, at the same time. You have to look at what integration did to us. It taught us to say, you know what, let's abandon our own institutions. You know, let's not 
worry about Negro League baseball and basketball. Let's just go to Major League baseball and basketball and hope that they take care of us. And that mentality, while it sounds good on some kumbaya shit, Mm -hmm. it will keep you as an employee and not as an owner. And I think that's what they were referencing when they used the term entertainment industrial complex. Right, right. I also had a thought about like... um is it yes yeah, Paul Rosenberg right not Peter Peter is a radio dude right Paul is Which Eminem's manager uh I don't know yeah I think it's Paul Rosenberg okay. um I watched I don't know if it was a documentary on Eminem or Shady Records or something and I was just I've been noticing his moves and how well he takes care of Eminem and makes sure he's always good yep and I was thinking like how is, aren't there some people out there that could grab yeah. Kanye or even I don't want to say Dame Dash per se maybe on the PR tip but other than that like elders know. elders yes. who have who but but to to have that you have to have elders who own something mm. that's the premise right so if we're talking about the Jay-Z's of the world mm-hmm. and the and the Kanye's of the world they would only the people who should have been mentoring them should have been the Bob Johnsons of the world. Right. Oh God. Yeah. He right. Killed us. <laughs> like the, the, you know, uh-huh. if Bob Johnson, you know, for those who don't know, Bob Johnson owned BET, mm. sold it for whatever, half a billion dollars or whatever to Viacom, to Viacom, owns, which uh, owns MTV, CBN, VH1 yes. as well. And now their programming which is, is clear channel now, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's ridiculous. <laughs> so, Though that's the generation and the kind of wealth mm-hmm. and impact that should have been able to mentor guys like Kanye West. Yeah. But there's none. It's a vacuum there. Who who is it? Who do they look to? Damn Bob Johnson, man. Yeah, he's a fucking bitch ass. He's shucking and jiving. Yeah. I'm not boy. fucking with him. Yeah. But uh yeah, him selling that just set so many things in you know, that was another abandonment of a black institution. Right. And that's our elders, specifically like the integration era, they mm-hmm. they stopped valuing their own black institutions in hopes of just being employed and blending in to mm-hmm. white institutions. And, you know, I mean, like we said, that's good for some get along shit. Right. But if you can't create jobs in this country, then it should be no surprise to you why black people have such a high unemployment rate. Right. Why so many entertainers are assed out, you know, it, they just don't own anything. Yeah. That's funny. Cause I know you got, well, you got a couple of lines that pertain to the topic on your album. Yeah. But, the uh, when BET used to be, you know, a, a good force for the community, that was the first time I ever really started to watch the news was what Tav- when Tavis Smiley used to came on and, uh, is it Bev Smith and all that stuff? I never cared about the news as a kid, but it intrigued me to see the topics he chose to talk about that were relevant to us and that it was a black anchor as well. And then when it went away, it was just like gone explosion. Gone. Never yeah. to be seen again. Yeah. Never to be seen again. And though Tavis does have a great show on was it PBS, PBS or whatever? Yeah, I it's a great show. Sometimes. Tavis is still Tavis, but it's not it doesn't resonate with the kids who need to see Tavis doing that. I agree. You know, like we were seeing, we were able to watch Tavis in a context that made us feel a great sense of like pride, mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and that's just completely set. It's completely separated from the black experience. All right. And I think that that in and of itself symbolically and, you know, just 
functionally is bad. I don't know if PBS is as cool as it was when we was kids because I try to watch it sometimes, but like, I mean, I used to watch it hardcore when I was a kid. Like, I mean, of course, the Sesame Streets and all that other yeah. stuff, but they had other shows like, um, it was a math show, MathNet or something, Square One. It was just a couple of shows. I used to like watch it like it was any regular channel. Yeah, I'm not up on there. I don't, I don't remember if I used to watch them as a kid. I, I don't remember too much. PBS? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I really watched them that much. I, I do remember like as I got older, you know, because mm-hmm. if you didn't have cable, yeah, yeah. <laughs> PBS was the shit, right? <laughs> like, oh, hey, we don't have cable, guys. Oh, turn to PBS. <laughs> it was like the fly is non-cable. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It wasn't NBC, ABC, or CBS. Oh, you thought you had cable. Uh, then Fox came. You're like, oh, we got Fox too. Uh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> this is DJ Rare Groove here to remind you to support Super Duty Tough Work by subscribing on iTunes. It only takes a couple of seconds and it goes a long way towards helping us spread the word about the show. And if you dig the show, please give us a five-star rating and leave us some positive feedback to let us know where you're from and that you're out there listening. Last but not least, we are also available on Stitcher and TuneIn radio apps, so you can follow us there as well. Now back to the program. I want to hear this Gucci Man news. I don't remember. Nah, I don't know what's going on with Gucci Man, but it's probably all bad. <laughs> all right, Gucci Man is in jail still. He's been in jail since September 2013. Um, this May 12th commemorated the 10 year anniversary of his first album called Trap House. Now, are, is this actually like a, a news article that was written about this? Like it's really significant? Yeah, but it's because. Gucci Man from prison mm-hmm. wrote an open letter to his fans. <laughs> Gucci Man can write? <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I was thinking. Wow. Is that the news story? It's about him actually being able to write or is it actually about the letter? <laughs> the letter itself. Okay. I'm just making sure. I mean, it doesn't really go over a third grade education of like the words and shit. I dropped my first album, Trap House, 10 years ago, May 2005. I remember being proud and angry on the day it was released. I'm pr- I was proud of the work I put in and the quality of the project, but I was angry that someone had to be killed over a dispute about the rights to some of my contents of, of on the album. Ten years later, I reflect on how they impacted my life and legacy, and I, I am grateful for all the fans that supported me then and still support me now. Every, every day is a challenge and an obstacle, and I've overcome them all, and I hope that I provided resilience within my fans and inspired them to be like me. Pretty much. So he wants his fans to be like him. He feels he's a role model. <laughs> wow. Isn't that bizarre? Like he's hip-hop, in jail. Man. Yeah. You gotta love hip hop, man. <laughs> hip hop the only genre, man, where you could just be a fucking degenerate. Right. And still be a role model. It's like I made it. Yeah. Like, hey guys, look at me. I'm in jail. <laughs> be I'm, like me. Right. I'm awesome. Over here. So three hots in a cot. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hanging out with the Muslims, about to change, you know, right. the threat of man rape every day. Be like me. Freedom so gone. Right. You know. So bizarre. Yeah. I think that's just sad. I think, Very. you know what I think is even sadder? I think it's sad that we even give this shit a platform <laughs> that news outlets are like, hey, guys, <laughs> Gucci man says he's a role model. Right. And no one bats an eye. Yeah. No one questioned him on that part, right? No one right. said, "Hey, brother, you in jail right now." <laughs> I don't know if you noticed it. 
I know you went there for a while and it's easy to take your surroundings for granted and remember like, oh shit. Yeah. I'm still in here. <laughs> you know, it's kind of it's kind of like jacking off, right? Like right. the longer you jack off, the less you remember what real sex feels right, right, like. Right, right, right. And the more it seems real. <laughs> right. So I think being in jail is probably like that where the longer you're in there, the less it seems like, you know, the less you remember the outside world. Like you know, I am free. Yeah, I am free. Wow. Yeah, you're in there. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm living a life. I got snacks in this motherfucker. I got a fucking foreman grill. You know? I got, got, a, got a bootleg grill. cell phone in here. I got a fucking track phone. They get email and like I know I know some cats that are in there. They got Facebook. They be on Facebook, yeah. Instagram. They be posting up pictures and I'm like, why do they have that? And what are you? What are you? What are you doing? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. One of my homies from high school tried to add me on Facebook from jail. I was like, nah, man. This cat was a problem. He was a problem off jump. <laughs> no disrespect to my dude. You know, right, right. we used to run tough in like eighth and ninth grade, and then he just went wild. Then I just see this picture. I ain't seen him since then. Just this big buff looking dude, like six three, two fifty, just chiseled, trying to add me. And I was like, who is this motherfucker? <laughs> And then I realized it's like a jail pick. Right. You know, he ain't got nothing on his wall because, you you know, you can't really be the active yeah. on your wall while yeah. you're in jail. Right. You know. <laughs> That's too much, man. The, yeah. the cable, the video games, and I'm not against them having internet access. Yeah. But. He's doing too much. Yeah. Just say it. Yeah. He's doing too much. <laughs> exactly, man. Yeah. Like, I remember, I don't know when he got locked up the first time and it was that whole campaign, Free Gucci. And I, I remember... At the radio station, and like he, I guess he got out, and they was doing this whole Gucci mix all day, and I didn't even know he had that much material at that point. And everybody's walking around the station with these free Gucci shirts on. I'm like, well, what did he do? It was like, well, he killed somebody. And I was like, right. Just could you get what? What do you say to that? Yeah, yeah. It's just silence. And I was like, exactly. Silence. Like, are you seriously sitting here <laughs> celebrating a murderer? Right. Wow. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Like, what is wrong with y'all? Yeah, man? yeah, yeah. I, I never liked the whole free such and such rapper movement in hip hop. Because, never. I mean, think about Unless it. Unless they were some Geronimo yeah. Pratt type person. Right, right. Uh, we nah, went from bro. free Mamiya right. to free Gucci Mane. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. we seriously used to be like, free Mamiya. Right. <laughs> Songs about it. Songs Lord. about yeah. it. Now people are rocking free Gucci Mane shirts. So sad. And man. and literally they will just change their life. When those people get out, they have parades and thousands yeah. of people waiting for them. Yeah. You know, like Lil Boosie and all these guys. Yeah. I think it's amazing that like we got we are so starved for heroes mm-hmm. that we will turn any degenerate into one. <laughs> Like I mean, what's what's awesome about Gucci Man? Someone please explain it to me. I don't know. I mean, let's just let's just excuse his albums full of of coonery and whack ass music. Can right. we just let's right, just right. I'm gonna skip that. Okay, it may be entertaining. What has he done as a man? Right, that should make us rally for him to get out of jail. You know, yeah. like this is not a guy who's like an activist and caught up in. There are political activists who go to jail for real shit. Yeah. You know, you know, like you're saying, like an Asada Shakur, yes. like a Geronimo Pratt, yes. people who are actually caught up trying to liberate their people mm-hmm. and thrown in jail. Activists of all sorts. And here we have Gucci Mane, <laughs> who by all accounts 
it hasn't done really anything for anybody. No. I mean, uh, and now here we are celebrating him. It's like, it's like we want to be known for celebrating ignorance. Why? So weird. Yeah. Like what's so, there's gotta, do we just not know that there are people who should be out of jail? Mm-hmm. Or do we just say, I just like his music, man. He gotta be, he gotta be right. He had to have a reason for killing somebody because right. his record's dope. <laughs> Is that what it's it is? a pass on yeah, yeah, his yeah. record's dope. Hey man, that verse you dropped last night on that Gangsta Grills mixtape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so good. Yeah. I know you couldn't have killed anybody. If they heard that, they would have not Straight taken up. it. Man, did you ever think of playing that during your trial, Gucci man? <laughs> right. Because that verse is so real, my brother. If oh, you would have yeah. played that, you would not be in jail. <laughs> this is DJ Rare Groove. It'll remind you about the King No Crown tour that Blueprint and I will be on this summer. The tour will be 60 total shows running from May 21st through August 1st and feature special guest Superstition. To see if we're coming to your city, please visit printmatic.net backslash tour dates. Once again, that is printmatic.net backslash tour dates. Speaking on a side note about jail, I don't know if you heard this. Um, Jay-Z and Beyonce paid for the protesters from Ferguson and Baltimore to get out of jail. I heard a rumor. I didn't know that it was definitely them. Uh, Dream Hampton confirmed it. Okay. Well, you know, I, I mean, find her a reliable source. Oh <laughs> yeah, her shaky ass. <laughs> 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 she's shaky as hell. Remember, she went on the Nas. She she tried to say yeah, that yeah, Nas didn't write his Nas. album. Oh uh, yeah, she said what Dead Prayers or something like she that. She said the Stick Man wrote Nas's rhymes. Yeah. And then she said Jay Electronica wrote Nas's rhymes. Now. Yeah. Excuse me for being a little uh, <laughs> skeptical of this this rumor she said around, right. and she was right. This was the day I unfollowed Dream Hampton on Twitter. Okay, when, that, when she said that, <laughs> yeah, and right. it wasn't that she said. So right, I it's think, a uh, rumor. She, right. Yeah, it wasn't like she said. I think that Dead Prez wrote Nas's rhymes. This was Dead Prez and wrote, yeah, and Jay Electronica wrote Nas's whole album. Now, impossible. Now, how about this? When have you heard an M1 verse (laughs) that sounded like a Nas verse? Not even close. Yeah. I mean, last I checked, Dead Prez were not technically good rappers. No, it just were good movement at the time. Thank you. They talk their shit how they talk their shit, but they ain't rapping no circles around nobody like Nas is. Hell no. Since when does Nas, the shit Nas was writing at the age of, 17 yes. yes life's a bitch then you die right. at 17 yes. he eclipsed any rhyme that dead friends will write in their entire career can we just say that it's like his song yes come on lyrically that i is. woke up early on my born day I'm, hey, come on he was he was a high schooler writing circles around these that grown men bananas bro and so so dream hampton to me suspect okay now I do respect her as an activist. <laughs> so don't get me wrong. Right, right. But just because you are activist and you out here banging this feminism, right. you know, uh, flag, don't mean that I'm going to let you ride on Nas like that. You, you got to do a lot more than, yeah. than ghostwrite Jay-Z's book. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, Like, Jay didn't write his own book. Right, right. She wrote his book. Yeah. And now she talking about some, you know, Jay never said, yeah, Dream Hampton wrote my book. Now all of a sudden you riding on rappers for allegedly not writing their shit seems kind of weird to me 
I ride with Nas more than Jay-Z, but I find it weird with the people that ride for Jay-Z so hard they like to take a shot at Nas every blue moon. He's salty about and that. And it's like, ether. dude, he, yeah, they are salty about <laughs> that ether. <laughs> he, he, so yeah, salty about that ooh, ether, boy. Make your soul burn slow. I didn't even like that beat. <laughs> the rhymes the made the beat. I was nah. like, now you hear the beat. I'm like, ooh, here it come. Fire yeah. in the hole. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about Jay. Jay yeah. is an interesting character, man, yeah. to me. And you know I have deep feelings about Jay that right, we're going right. to have to go in on one day. I'm right. going to do my Jay-Z right. thesis. I have a whole thesis about him. But this topic to me is just um, a case of too little too late. Yeah. But I'm saying if Jay-Z did pay for these protesters to get out, kudos to him. Mm-hmm. But where was Jay-Z at when people were getting uh, arrested in Barney's? Mm. When he, yeah, when he right. had that deal with Barney's just that's a year right. ago. I remember that. And and Barney's was was racially profiling these people, these black kids trying to buy stuff in there, yanking them out of the store, putting them in holding just for shopping, not convicting any of them, just for walking through Barney's, hanging out in there. And when people said, Jay, why don't you speak up about this? Jay said, uh-uh, y'all got to solve that on y'all own. Yeah. I'm not trying to risk my partnership with Barney's. Yeah. Now, hmm, right. where was this, where was Mr. Big Bad <laughs> write the check Jay-Z then? Yeah. He didn't want to write the check then, yeah. you know, now he's an activist. Where was, where was Big Bad Jay-Z when, uh, you know, uh, when he had a disagreement with Harry Belafonte and he called him a boy, you know what I'm saying? That was so weird. And he disses a 75-year-old man on a record, calls mm-hmm. him a boy and insults Harry Belafonte, mm-hmm. who was sneaking people in trunks into the South to go to rallies and shit. Like Harry Belafonte is the real deal yeah. and an elder in our community. Where was this this check writing Jay-Z at then? Right. Now Jay wanna be conscious because it's convenient. Mm-hmm. You're gonna watch him. Watch. Mark my words. The most materialistic, superficial guy uh in hip-hop you got to give him credit because he's an opportunist mm-hmm. he's smart at reading the mood of the people and so as you see all this conflict play out you're gonna see jay-z start trying to be conscious you notice he had the five percenter chain on now yeah. trying to rep nation of gods and yeah. earth and he ain't no fucking five percenter not even close yeah. he, he's not but he wearing a big ass medallion now yeah. you seen him with the i can't breathe shirts that he's buying mm-hmm. for basketball players now mm-hmm. but but this is all symbolism you know what i'm saying right like like jay-z had a quote a while back in an interview and this is this is me i have to say this because this is this is the epitome of Jay-Z. They said someone asked him, said, Jay, you know, some people have criticized you about not doing enough in your community, be it Bed-Stuy, uh, the community you come from. You know, everything is still the same there, if not worse. And you don't seem to have a presence there. And he said, what 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 do you say to those people? Jay-Z said, and I'm going to paraphrase him. He basically said, my presence is my presence. I remember that. You remember that, right? Yeah. Basically saying that. The fact that you can see me <laughs> is gift enough to the black community. Right. Some arrogant ass shit. Like, really? Oh, thanks, Jay. <laughs> Thank you for letting me see you, your highness. Right, right. Thank you. Man, fuck Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Right. This episode of Super Duty Tough Work is sponsored by Weightless Recordings. 
whose latest release, King No Crown by Blueprint, is available now at waitlist.net and on iTunes. That title shit got a lot of people mad, though. The service? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, why? Uh, well, I mean, clearly because it's a black man that took something in his own hands. But the other side, I was from consumer standpoints, the complaints I've been hearing is they don't feel like buying another service. Yeah, they've already committed to one service. Yeah, kind of like we was cool. talking. You guys were talking about the other day about if you fuck some people who fuck with iTunes only fuck with iTunes. Some people yes. that fuck with Amazon only fuck with Amazon and Bandcamp yes. and so forth. Yes, and people are like another one. Damn. Like, yeah, but here's the thing. If I buy all my music on iTunes, mm-hmm. you buy all your MP3s on Sound, or let's say, uh, yeah, you know, Bandcamp. If another service emerges tomorrow, it doesn't change my world. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand why people are upset that another service exists. I thought it was no whatever's one's making on people title, buy shit. This is America. Whatever's on title is only going to be on title and you can't get it nowhere else, right? But no. Okay. That's not true. Title is not exclusive. Okay. No streaming service has an exclusive deal with any artist. Okay. All that shit is not exclusive. So, title is just a whole nother. It's just another streaming service. That's it. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's why I don't understand why people are so mad. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's it, the under, yeah. under not um, Look, misinformed or not understanding. People are reading too much into it because they don't want to see this man succeed. <laughs> Can we just say that? Right. And I don't even like Jay-Z like that. <laughs> but I can admit what the fuck it is out here. They don't want to see Jiggle Man win. I mean, it's it's funny to me, man. Like, I don't know, man. If you eating a, a chicken sandwich and I'm eating a, a, a BLT... Am I going to be offended if somebody else walks up with a, you know, a salami sandwich? Nah. I don't care. I'm going to keep eating my BLT and you'll keep eating your chicken sandwich. Oh, man, there's too many options out here, man. Now you're making me have to buy a chicken sandwich. Okay, I see what they're trying to say. Apple Music is launching next month. Yeah. And they're kicking it off with Kanye West's album. And they're saying, people are trying to say, is there a riff because he's not doing it on title? And that's supposed to be his boy. So that's supposed to be the story. That is, yeah. Nah. I was under a different impression. Follow the money. Right. <laughs> How about that? Exactly. Follow the fucking money. <laughs> everybody can... See, everybody want to debate about why people do shit. Right. Hmm. Why does this man do this? Why did he do that? But no one's saying, follow the money. There's not a single fucking mystery in how this world works that doesn't come down to money. There's always a fucking money trail. And a lot of people get caught up in all the rumors and this. You know, you see, oh, LeBron James left the Cavs. I hate him. We get emotional. Then he gets death threats. Then we root against the Miami Heat. And then we hate Miami. Then we don't want a vacation in Florida. All because <laughs> LeBron decided to go play some basketball elsewhere. We're like scorned little fucking girls. We feel all emotional, but we fail to follow the fucking money yeah. LeBron went someplace that wrote the fucking checks <laughs> period right if you write in checks people are going to do what the fuck they need to do to get the check 
if you're not putting the proper amounts of bread in a man's pockets, right? Where the fuck is he gonna go? This is America, right? Ain't nobody about to be here butt ass naked, ho- hoping a man write the check, right? When someone else got the check written. Oh, LeBron, I can't believe you. You're not loyal to Ohio. Man, fuck Ohio. Right. I'm from Ohio. You, you <laughs> Hey, look. Fuck Ohio, man. Get your money, LeBron. Get your fucking money. And he's back, right? Right. And they ask, why did LeBron come back? Because they wrote the check. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's, a, it's simple. It's simple, people. Right. It's simple. It, it, this goes to everything. People say, here's another example. Hey, Prince, why don't you come to my city? Mm-hmm. You're doing a 60 city tour exactly. and you never come to bumpfuck Egypt, wherever <laughs> I fucking live. <laughs> hey, man, you want to write that check? Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because last I checked, they was writing, they was, they was writing the checks in all these other 65 cities. Right. It's, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hard to please. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My list of requirements is not crazy. I don't need like pink M&Ms and <laughs> right. hookers and coke backstage. <laughs> no. Write that check, partner. Right. I'll be there with fucking, you know what I'm saying? With fucking bells on. I'm like, skip into your town. Like the fucking leprechaun. You know, I just skipping that motherfucker like. <laughs> Thanksgiving Day Parade. Right. Get that check. You just write that check, man. Oh, shit. This is America. Hey, yeah. Money talks. Bullshit walks. Mm-hmm. This is how you see who's who out here, man. Everybody got a bunch of shit. Jay Z might say, Yo, Title is the company for artists. Mm-hmm. You know, we going to get you more equity. We're going to get you this. we going to. But K is Kanye, like, Hey, who going to write that check? <laughs> That check, Jay. <laughs> Where my check at, my G? <laughs> right. <laughs> if you ain't writing that check, then Yay going right. over because you. I mean, look, another opportunities. Exactly, and Yay is a perpetual employee. <laughs> it all comes back. It does. He chasing checks out here. <laughs> Come on, man. Yay trying to get that money, but also you got to look at it like. Basically, Apple is known to write the check. Yes. They ju- especially as it concerns to hip hop. Mm-hmm. They just bought Drain Them Out for a billion dollars. That's crazy. Right? Yeah. It's nothing to write a check to Kanye. Right. To pop off your streaming services. Right. It ain't shit. Yeah. Which is why he was <laughs> mad at uh, Nike, right? Right. Because they ain't write the check. Right. Adidas wrote the check. Yeah. This is a this is the moral of the story to everyone listening. <laughs> if people aren't doing what you want, write the check. Right. Stop trying to fool people right. with this uh camaraderie and we got yeah. this movement. You know, yeah. we got the movement, support the movement. Movement yeah. it just means, hey, I want you to do shit for free. Right. <laughs> Fuck the movement. Right. I can't pay my light bill with the movement. Right. The movement ain't gonna come move me, you know what I'm saying, right. when I get evicted. Right. What the movement gonna do? The right. movement just gonna talk a bunch of shit. Hey man, you know we rocking with you, print. But hey yeah. man, nah, partner, yeah. write the motherfucking check, hey. please, <laughs> please don't make me ask you twice. Right. Just, just, or just drop it. Right. You know, just drop it. Right. <laughs> write the check. Write the check, man. <laughs> That's all I got. Thank you 
for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. Shoot, I got styles already that's more complex than nobody know about. I mean, Super Duty Tough Work, huh? <laughs>